This is the Troll Patrol. Why? With Justin. Freaking. Good evening. Welcome to the Troll Patrol Live. It's a freaking Tuesday. Poor Lord. How are you, my friend? I'm sorry I did not stream for you today. I'm going to have to eat my words. I thought it was going to be a very boring day. It was not a boring day. We got all the coverage, though, of what went on on the floor of the house. Thought possibly I would still be streaming it. Well, here's the thing is, uh, Curious or worked all night last night. So she had only been asleep a couple of hours at noon when I would have had to stream. And, um... In case you, in case you were unaware, I'm very loud. Me doing this right now apparently echoes through the entire house. So, uh, um, it probably wouldn't be, uh, very, very kosher of me. Louder with freaking. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you up with all uh, what all went on. I did watch a good portion of it myself, cause it was of a hell of a lot more fun than I thought it would be. I this is the second time I've been wrong. We come on on January 6th. I'm like, it's gonna be a boring day. Uh. Tones. Good evening, Tadpole. Good evening. Welcome, friends. Welcome, Lenny. How is everyone? I did not leave. I threatened it. I did not leave the New Year's graphics up another day. Thought about leaving them up until the middle middle of January just to piss Larry David off. Oh shit! I'm not high enough for this shit. We got so much to talk about tonight. I don't want that. Like I don't like globbing onto these stories that are over sensationalized. The Nancy Grace type stories. But I can't help myself. This Idaho murderer. We're going to watch the body cam footage of him being pulled over. One of the stops. They stopped him twice. Apparently he was kind of belligerent with the cops. And he's been belligerent inside. Once again, it's another one of those we're going to have to go to the Daily Mail. I'm going to have to tell you this is just rumor. (laughs) But apparently he has been like showing his cock off and, and... Spouting off to the the correctional officers inside the jail where he's being held. At his first court appearance today. We'll get into all that. Gonna have to do some sports tonight. First off, we're going to... It took me a little bit to find the video... So if you don't watch the sporty ball, if you weren't watching the Buffalo game last night, I can show you exactly what happened. I've got a doctor who is going to break down the hit on, I don't even know, DeMar, DeMar uh, Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin was the name of the football player. Guy Comet, good evening. I've got a doctor that's going to break down the hit and exactly what might have been going on with his heart at the time. And then we're going to get into the right-wing conspiracies. Carly Kirk branded human garbage. I, what took you guys so long to brand him human garbage is what I'm asking. 
Owen Schroyer of InfoWars actually shot down the conspiracies. <laughs> Guess they're trying to clean up their act over there since Alex Jones has gone personally bankrupt over the lies he's been telling. Brian Kemp calling a special election for a Georgia Republican uh, House of Representatives member uh, who's been arrested on drug charges. This is going to be fun. Democrats might not seat a state rep in New York. His name is Lester Chang. The New York Post speculating that the Democrats are going to shut him down, whereas... The last official word that I finally found was that they were going to let him be seated. Apparently they say he didn't live in the district that he was running in. You remember Trump and his NFTs? NFTs. NFTs. Nifties. Nifties. His nifties. Trump's nifties have plunged 80% in two weeks. Has it just been two weeks since he announced his nifties? This is a story that's going to piss you off. Remember the Unite the Right rally that happened back in 2017? Resulted in the death of an activist. A judge has slashed the damages ordered to people who sued the organizers by millions. There's this 18-year-old in Florida who faked being a doctor called him Dr. Love. I believe that was a Kiss song, wasn't it? Uh, He faked being a doctor and he has now been sentenced. A car slammed into a restaurant in New York City. It is... uh, I've at least got footage of the aftermath. I don't know if we have the footage of the car actually slamming into the restaurant. But it is wild footage. Also, wild footage, a Tesla plunging 250 feet. Miraculously, the passenger survived. Once again, we have footage of the aftermath. I do not know if we have footage of the actual crash. Though it is a Tesla, I assume it's got cameras on it. The actors... From the film Romeo and Juliet are suing for child abuse, which let me tell you, when I saw that movie my freshman year of high school, they showed it to us in school, I wondered what the fuck. It's amazing to me that they got away with fucking child nudity in the movie. Simp, good evening, my friend. Let me see if anybody else has snuck in that I've not said hey to. Hey to anybody that might be lurking. I love the lurkers as well. I love all my lurkers. (laughs) Come on, man. My poor Trump impression. Here's your meme for the day. Oh, nope, 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 nope. It's It's the wrong display, apparently. I might get it wrong again. This one? Yeah, nope. Not that one. That one. Ow. 
I think Steven Tyler is being uh, sued for raping uh, an underage girl. I think that is happening happening presently. But day one, can Kevin McCarthy outlast this lettuce? Guys, um, I thought it was just a formality. I thought that... I was right. There were only a couple of rounds of voting today. And then they adjourned. People had talked about... Kevin McCarthy didn't want to adjourn. He wanted to go all night if need be because he felt, felt that he was in a better position that if they adjourned for the day, which they did, they adjourned about 5 o'clock until tomorrow at noon, Kevin McCarthy thought that if they adjourned, he would lose control of the conference. There are people that are speculating that Kevin McCarthy may very well have to resign. He is not going to be the Speaker of the House. I didn't think it was a possibility. The betting odds have now moved in Steve Scalise's favor. He was not one of the ones that was nominated today. Jim Jordan coming in. uh, Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. uh, Hakeem Jeffries coming in second in the vote. That is every Democrat voted for Hakeem Jeffries on each round. Uh, Jim Jordan uh, came in second in the Republican vote. Jim fucking Jordan. Jim fucking Jordan. So three rounds of voting took place today. They are supposed to reconvene tomorrow at noon. We'll see what happens. There's going to be a lot of wheeling dealing going on behind the scenes tonight. Get the rundown from ABC News right, here. Breaking news continues right now on ABC News Live. I'm Kira Phillips. The House Speaker race still up in the air as GOP infighting sinks McCarthy. Now I do want to I do want to point out that once again, like there they have not been sworn in. The 118th Congress was supposed to be uh, participating in the swearing in right now. That was supposed to take place at 8 p.m. tonight. As we were coming on, that's what I thought we were going to be covering tonight. But they will not be sworn in. The Congress does not get sworn in until the Speaker is elected. They are operating without rules right now. Technically, Adam Kinzinger is still a Congressperson. Liz Cheney is still a U.S. Congressperson. There are no rules in the House because the Speaker has to be elected and then they have to agree to the rules. That's the first business of the House. We are in uncharted territory. This, this has only happened... Uh, um, a few other times. The last time was over a hundred years ago, and it took two, uh, two and a half months. Last time, uh, this occurred that somebody didn't win on the first ballot for them to actually elect a speaker of the house. So two and a half months. So we might be in. Tomorrow. I would love for them to nominate Vermin Supreme. on the first three ballots now. The last time. The vote for a new speaker went past the first ballot was 100 years ago in 1923. The losses here clearly amplifying how Republican infighting between moderates and hardliners will definitely complicate the GOP's majority. In We're going to hear from Matt Gates. We're going to hear from Lauren Boebert. We're going to hear from Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're going to hear from AOC. It is a bit of an open question. NBC News' Jay O'Brien live on Capitol Hill. Uh, you see, this was the third. This was after the third vote where McCarthy failed. Jim Jordan with twenty votes there. That McCarthy lost votes every round. Therefore, that is why they adjourned for the day so they could go back to doing a private conference, do this behind closed doors to try to get 
members to come over to the side of electing McCarthy. Is it possible now that they will roll right into another round of voting or that is it did not happen and that was because Kevin McCarthy adjourn. do we know they can vote to adjourn. losing votes be a majority to vote to adjourn uh, as of right now all steam ahead to the fourth ballot most likely unless we hear some lawmaker make a motion to take a break from this adjourn these proceedings to step back a moment and forgive me for looking down i'm looking at my feet of the house floor right in front of me i have to give credit to those two kids of whatever member elect is sitting there members brought their kids earlier this morning this is a day of celebration usually we didn't elect them kids and most of the kids left because we've gone so many ballots. It's been five hours now since the beginning of the new Congress at noon, and there's still a pair of kids sitting there on the House floor with their mother or father who's a new member of Congress. Uh, all of that by way of saying this has been a long... Here you see Elise Stefanik in... Uh, loses on the second. Her power the suit there. Actually a vote defect. He was actually running... On that third ballot. And got no votes. Byron Donalds of Florida, who voted for McCarthy on the first ballot and the second ballot, said earlier in the day that he would leave or at least look around for other options on that third ballot, and he did. And he voted for Jim Jordan. We're seeing what we were seeing for the second ballot as well, which is that those Republicans who are opposing Kevin McCarthy are throwing their support behind Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, someone who said he doesn't want to be the Speaker of the House. Yes, we're going to hear from Jim Jordan, too. That these Jim Jordan votes, the 20 of them, are protest votes against Kevin McCarthy because, again, Jim Jordan made it clear on the floor of the House. Tim makes a very good point because he was... Kevin McCarthy because he... Got shot by a Bernie Sanders supporter during a congressional baseball game, what, in 2016? He is a martyr for them. Want to be the speaker. Ooh, ooh, I've also got an update on what uh, George Santos's first day on the Hill was like. Spoiler alert, it wasn't fun for him. He wants Kevin McCarthy to be the speaker. Another potential speaker-in-waiting, Steve Scalise, he's the one who nominated Kevin McCarthy for this third ballot, saying that he wants Republicans to get behind Kevin McCarthy. Nonetheless, there are now 20 House Republicans who have said they want someone for Speaker of the House other than Kevin McCarthy. And Kevin McCarthy, because of the House, of the GOP's slim majority in the House, can only afford to lose four votes. So he's not gaining any votes. He hasn't picked up any new votes between the first ballot and this last third ballot. He's lost votes. Losing votes. He lost that one vote from Byron Donalds. So he really has his work cut out for him. And again, as we've been saying, with each of these ballots, particularly as the opposition to McCarthy grows ever so slightly, his path to the speakership gets that much harder. So we're now in that period where they're counting the votes. We Unfortunately for us, there are not four so Republicans that will join and vote for Jeffries. To be done, if there's any consensus candidate to emerge, now would be the time, unless they take a break and say, let's take a stab at this later on in the night or tomorrow. But again, there's no signs of that right now. Those are the two kids who really withstood this entire process, and, and good for them. They are watching. Nobody gives a shit about them kids. We didn't elect them kids. Why are you talking about them kids? I don't care about them kids. Let's look at the 20 uh, Republicans that did indeed vote against Jim, or uh, vote against Kevin McCarthy. Voted for Jim Jordan. I got the I got the list for you. Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona, Rep Dan Bishop of North Carolina, Lauren Bobert from Colorado, Rep elect Josh Breachin. Remember, he is a rep elect until they actually pick a speaker and get sworn in. 
Representative Michael Cloud from Texas, Representative Eli Crane from Arizona, Representative Andrew Clyde from Georgia, Rep. Byron Donalds from Florida, Representative Matt Gates from Florida, Representative Bob Good from Virginia, Representative Paul Gozar from Arizona, Representative Andy Harris from Maryland, Representative-elect Anna Paulina Luna from Florida, Rep. Mary Miller from Illinois, Rep. Ralph Norman from South Carolina, Andy Ogles from Tennessee, Scott Perry from Pennsylvania, who we're also going to hear from here in just a second, and Matt Rosendale from Montana. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Rep. Chip Roy and Rep. Elect Keith Self, both from Texas, also voting against McCarthy for being uh, Speaker of the House. A votes cast is 434, of which... The Honorable Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 212. Got the most votes. Couple gavels. Gavel them down. The Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California has received 203. Honorable my ass. They were rowdy on the floor today, too. The Honorable Andy Biggs of the state of Arizona. Honorable my ass. Crenshaw is one of the biggest uh, McCarthy supporters trying to whip votes for him. Six. The Honorable Jim Banks of the state of Indiana has received one. The Honorable Lee Zeldin of the this, state this of This is one of the, the first votes one. before they all coalesced around Jim Jordan. The Honorable Byron Donalds of the state of Florida. Yeah, um, so Representative Crenshaw was uh, trying to whip votes for McCarthy. Apparently was going to people of the Freedom Caucus being like, well, what makes you more conservative than me? Fucking Dan Crenshaw, I'd give anything to piss in his open eye hole. Give me that eye pussy, sir. Oh, shit. You know it. So Jim Jordan nominated, I think by Matt Gates to be Speaker of the House. He don't want it. And he gave a speech uh, in favor of Kevin McCarthy. I uh, seek recognition. I rise to nominate Kevin McCarthy for Speaker of the House. Man, Elise Stefanik there, very enthusiastically jumping to her feet. Ain't high enough for this shit. Gymnasium Jordan, who covered up sexual assault at Ohio State University. Ida, good evening. This Congress, three fundamental things we have to. What, what is it that you don't understand? Uh, me, me getting high, or or me pissing Dan Crenshaw's eye hole? Because the whole pissing in Dan Crenshaw's eye hole—that's just a power move. That's just me showing dominance and that I'm the alpha. Give me that eye pussy, sir. To get done in the 118th Congress, first. Pass the bills that fix the problems. In two years' time, 
We have went, we, we have a border that is no longer a border. We have a military that can't meet its recruitment goals. We have bad energy policy, bad education policy, record spending, record inflation, record debt, and a government that has been weaponized against we the people, against the very people we represent. There's some shit I can agree with on there, but uh, however, Jim Jordan and I disagree with the causes and the solutions for those issues. Address all that, and I hope my Democrat colleagues will join me. I really do, but I have my doubts. And if they don't, and if Chuck Schumer says no, we're not going to take up that legislation that we passed. Are they like your doubts about the students that reported sexual assault to you at uh, Ohio State University? What up, old Lennon? Thank you for being a freaking follower. So be it. They'll have to, they'll have to answer. Tadpole, I don't know. I can't, I don't know that I can put a number on it. I buy like a half ounce every week and a half, two weeks or something like that. So I guess that would be about it. Answer to the people in 2024. About an ounce second, a month. Second, we can never, ever let a bill like the one that passed 12 days ago, $1.7 trillion spent. We can never, ever let that kind of legislation pass again. Is he talking about the fucking budget? We have, to, we have to pass a budget that makes sense, that's good common sense, then do the 12 appropriation bills that, that, are, that recognize it's the people's money, not ours. And send it to the Senate, and then stand firm on that legislation. Well, old Lennon, there is a, there is a, I am not pro-military, I'm not pro-imperialism, but like, I am not against the people that actually serve. Like, if, if, if you are going to go and put your life on the line for the country, the country should fucking take care of you. You should have good health care. You should have benefits. And the, the simple fact of the matter is that we, we don't pay our soldiers enough. We don't take care of our veterans. So, I mean, that is a problem that needs money thrown at it. But usually when a Republican wants to throw money at the military, it's just for, like, defense contracts and shit. And it's not actually going to the rank and file. So, that's, that's my issue. There, is, there are problems with our military that, do need, uh, that does need money thrown at them. But I would reallocate it from other things. It, it is immoral that many veterans are homeless. Absolutely. Fucking A, I love you, Lennon. We friends we can now. Stand firm on a CR or something. We can have that fight, but we are not going to have what took place a week and a half ago. Smash, good evening. Again. And then finally, third. And this is important. We got to do the oversight, well, the do House the investigations. We got to look at Hunter Biden's dick. The oversight and the investigations that need to be done. This idea that bureaucrats who never put their name on a ballot but think they run the country, who have assaulted our constituents' First Amendment liberties, they need to be held accountable. That has to happen. We need to do it. He said we need to do it. You live in sexual anarchy. We need to do it in a way that's consistent with the Constitution, but we need to do it vigorously and aggressively. That is part of our duty as members of this body. He's a duty. To my friends here on this side of the aisle, I would just say this. The differences we may have, the differences between hey, Justin, Joyce and Jordan trolling? or Biggs and Bacon, they pale in comparison to the differences between us and the left, which now unfortunately controls 
Mr. Misty Eye. So we had better, we had better come together and fight for these key things, these three things. That's that's what the people want us to Important do. for duty. And I think Kevin McCarthy is the right guy to lead us. I really do, or I wouldn't be standing up here giving this speech. I, I came in with Kevin. We came in the same time 16 years ago. We haven't always agreed on everything, but I like his fight. I like his. And get you somebody who looks at, uh, <laughs> get you somebody who looks at you the way that Lee Stefanik looks at Jim Jordan. Hold on. We came in the same time. Get you somebody that looks at you the way Elise Stefanik looks at Jim Jordan. She she was impressed by his speech. 16 years ago. We haven't always agreed on everything, but I like his fight. I like his tenacity, and I liked it. I remember Kevin told me, I actually wrote about this in a book. I remember Kevin told me, he said, when Okay, so old Lennon, I'll throw you a bone on this one, and I'll say, okay, cool. Uh, the problem with that is, is that the far right, the Jim Jordans, the Matt Gateses, the Lauren Bowers of the world, they aren't going to give you an inch. They aren't going to, they're, they're not going to compromise with you ever. That's never, that's never happened. That's not a thing. So if, if we make concessions to them to try to bring them in, I, 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 I fail to see where this far right is that will once again compromise with us you looked at the you look at the jackson hinkle uh list for the maga communism and it's basically just like oh we cede the ground to the far right on everything and that's weird to me clinically good evening because like we we are we're the we're the popular side like our policies went out on on the in the policy realm. The problem is we're fighting a propaganda war and they got billions of dollars on their side. And like the left just does, there's no financial incentive uh, to promote left-wing ideals in a capitalist society. John Andrew, good evening my friend. Sudden Apollo, clinically love you all. So like I I just I, I don't I don't know how it, that works out for us. What like show me what that looks like and believe me I've tried to uh I have talked to Turbo Jerko who is a moderator for Jackson Hinkle and told him like I'm I'm against the idea but I'm open-minded if you can convince me I, I can sign up for it. If you can show me what it looks like and what we get out of the deal, okay, you, maybe you can win me over, but I'm just, I'm not seeing the benefit to it. And apparently Jackson Hinkle doesn't want to talk to me. So. Time to life for when you get knocked down. The question is, can you come back? You get back up again. Never going to keep me down. And that is a communist song. Come together and deal with these three things. Because this is what the people sent us here to do. I mean, I believe it's a farce, but I will I will go to Jackson Hinkle in good faith and talk to him and say, hey, win me over. Let me ask you questions. Let me tear it apart. Don't don't get upset when I come at you with like, okay, how does this, this, and this work? And let's have a conversation. That was my that was my pitch in order to get on Jackson Hinkle's show, because you know I've been clout chasing hard. 
are they anarchists and not communists? My bad, Tadpole. But they are they are uh, comrades. And he did not. He uh, got the plurality of votes. He didn't get the majority. You have to get two eighteen. You have to actually get the majority. And Jeffries fell. Uh, what four votes short? I, it is a joke. It absolutely is a joke that we don't have health care. And fucking, I'm fighting my ass off for it. At least in the way fucking I can, because I am a, I am a, uh, um, I am a communicator. I, I participate in the rhetoric. So I'm, I'm trying my ass off over here. Four, seven. Paul's the old guy giving advice to the young guy, and he says, fight the good fight, finish the course, keep the faith. I like the verse because it's a verse of action. Fight, finish, keep. Not wimpy words, words that I think fit America. That's what the American people want us to do. They want us to fight for the things they care about and they elected us to do. And we should all remember, we should all remember, only about 12,000 people have ever had the opportunity to do what we're doing today. Sit in this body, serve in this Congress. It is a privilege. It is an opportunity. We owe it to them, the American people, the good people of this great country, to step forward, to come together, get a speaker elected so we can address these three things. I hope you'll vote for Kevin McCarthy, and that's why I'm proud to nominate him for Speaker of the House. Jim Jordan's speech had the opposite effect unless people voted for Kevin McCarthy after. I don't know if that was before the second vote or before the third vote. I think it was before the second vote. Less people voted for Kevin McCarthy in subsequent votes. So good job, Jim Jordan. You are a very convincing public speaker. <laughs> now you may ask yourselves, who are the Republicans holding up uh, the speakership? We went over the list earlier. Here is Matt Gates. Those of us who will not be voting for Kevin McCarthy today take no joy in this discomfort this moment has brought. But if you want to drain the swamp, you cannot put the biggest alligator in charge of the exercise. I'm a Florida man and I know of what I speak. We offered Kevin McCarthy terms last evening that he rejected. He said he's a Florida man. <laughs> I come from the crazy state. I know what I'm talking about. We sought a vote in the first quarter of the 118th Congress on term. Oh, I guess he meant because of the, the alligator. A budget from the Republican Study Committee that balances on the floor in the first quarter. He refused. We wanted the border plan that the Texas delegation put together on the floor. He refused. And it is true that we struggle good evening. trust with Mr. McCarthy because time and again, his viewpoints. They, it's not prom season yet, Lenny. Shift like we got a couple more months. Even Kevin McCarthy's own mentor recently said that the lies always change. And Mr. McCarthy is not only responsive to pressure from the right. Time and again, he has failed to achieve the goals that we seek on spending and on the fight. For months, we have been asking Mr. McCarthy for his battle plan. How do we ensure that we stand up for folks in the military who feel like they're being purged? How do we ensure that <laughs> he does look like butthead? Bill? It includes things like work requirements. And all we got was a handful of howdy and a mouthful of much obliged. So we do not want to be here at this moment. We would prefer to have a unity of purpose. Okay, two things. Handful of howdy. 
I'm, I might steal that. A handful of howdy. The second thing, this dude's mustache is super fucking cool. What an absolute badass. That dude could enter a mustache contest. Um, He did indeed probably traffic a teenager across state lines in order to have sex with her. Full of much obliged. So we do not want to be here at this hold on, moment. Hold on, hold on. We would... How do we ensure that if there is the passage of a farm bill, it includes things like work requirements and all energy. Good evening. Thank you for being a freaking follower. All we got was a handful of howdy and a mouthful of much obliged. So we do not want to be here at this moment. We would prefer to have a unity of purpose. <laughs> it sounds kind of fucking sexual, doesn't it? You live in sexual anarchy. Bag of weirdos sometimes. Matt Gates is the one holding up Kevin McCarthy being able to become Speaker of the House or one of the 20 that is holding up Kevin McCarthy becoming Speaker of the House. But we will not continue to allow the Uniparty to run this town without a fight. There's very little difference between Nancy Pelosi and her California delegation mate that seeks the gavel. And we want to... He ain't wrong there. broken. And this is a person who has acknowledged in Mr. McCarthy that the town is broken, and he has been a part of that process for many years as a member of the leadership. We'll take some questions. Let me ask the three of you a question here. So let me just get clarify something here. Based on your remarks, Ms. Goldberg's remarks, uh, and Mr. Perry's remarks, are you saying because we took things to this brink in the 11th hour right before the speaker's vote, he is unqualified to be speaker? In other words, a speaker, a leader, would have worked... Well, thumb. A handful of howdy and a whole lot of Rosie. For many months, we have been presenting these ideas to Mr. McCarthy, and we have gotten strung along, and only, only... Whole on lot of changes to I fucked up the ACD here, I'm sorry, I haven't heard this song in a while. I probably shouldn't sing changes ...that many of us had been fighting for, to ensure that we had an opportunity to read the bills before voting on them, so that we did not get log-rolled with multiple pieces of legislation put together that don't have the same subject, so that we had germanic... What does log-roll like mean? National Defense Authorization Act wouldn't be amended onto a water infrastructure bill, and we did not get timely responses from Mr. McCarthy, we did not get substantive responses from Mr. McCarthy, because I think he thought that just by going on your network and others that he would browbeat us into submission to the swamp and we're not going to do that so just to be clear none of what you heard in there from mccarthy was enough to get your support everything i heard hardened my resolve that this town desperately needs change and if it's a few of us who have to stand in the this town needs an enema to do so for as long as it takes he pulled a joker. This town needs an enema. Uh, let's hear from Lauren Bobert, who was standing right behind uh, Matt Gates, Congresswoman who barely, barely won her re-election on her thoughts on what was going on with the Kevin McCarthy vote. She is one of the no votes. In the beginning that my hard line was the motion to vacate single oh, she's absolutely moronic you cannot demand more responsibility and less accountability and kevin mccarthy was taking the path of nancy pelosi and following her precedence uh, with the motion to vacate we were just told when we left this door we will give you single member motion to vacate just today 
That was the starting point for negotiations. That was the starting point to everything that we are wanting to transform the way Washington, D.C. operates. If you go to the American people and ask them if Congress is doing a good job, if they like the way things are run in Washington, D.C., you're probably going to get a big hell no. We want to change the way things are done here. We didn't offer up a personal wish list. We were told to provide lists of what members need to be seated on what committees. And we did exactly that. And then the Yes, an enema is an asshole cleaning. Something you something you might consider if you want to participate in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy. You want to make sure you're always clean for your partner if you're going to do some ass play. But I was quoting Jack Nicholson from the, what, 1989 Batman movie? John Andrew, she did not lose her election. She just barely won. She just barely won. I think 700 votes was what the recount showed. Now, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is actually on the other side. She wasn't on the list. She is actually supporting McCarthy because I think she wants wants a shot at uh, being on a committee. And she has negotiated a committee position for her vote for McCarthy. So here is Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about the race for the speakership. Uh, Congresswoman, how did the meeting go? Now, can you tell us who you're with? Uh, ABC News. Excuse me. Pool camera. Excuse me. This is the pool. Okay. Well, so we've been having our discussions. Okay. Just a little bit. Okay. Oh, sure. Okay. Thank you. For months, we have been negotiating, talking, debating back and forth in our conference, trying to come to a really good rules package, and it's amazing. As a matter of fact, I'll quote Matt. Guy Comet, you are correct. Do you know what emote will not be like I have tried several times? Twitch will not approve sexual anarchy. And I don't, I do not know why. Believe me, I have attempted to do it. I have attempted several that have been uh, rejected. My apologies. Because I do believe we have sexual anarchy in the, uh, in Discord. Gates. He said it's. I think it's on. I think YouTube. If you are subscribed or if you're a member on YouTube, you've got sexual anarchy. Conference meeting there, we found out that there were several members, three in fact, that went in uh, last night and were demanding positions. You okay? I've, I've I've got to take this over here. You don't need to be gay to enjoy some ass play. That is that is a fantastic title to a song. Somebody needs to write that one. I need to, I need to see, <laughs> I've got a friend that does like uh, uh, parody songs. Perhaps I need to send that one to him. I can get a writing credit on, on it. That's good shit. Oh, here I am. I'm going to take credit for something the, the fucking chat told me. Well, simp, simp. Going to have to, going to have to get you a writing credit. Uh, on the on the song don't have to be gay to get some ass play not you good evening my friend like there's a there's a whole song there though somebody could take that and run with it i'm sorry i'm sorry back to marjorie taylor green who who is aware you don't have to be gay in order to do some ass play i'm sure she's pegged a few people
things for themselves, demanding gavel positions, demanding uh, subcommittees, demanding for people to be taken off committees and people to be put on committees. Three. My friend, you know you got a G-spot up your ass, right? I want you all to know I have not done that for myself. The only thing I have done. But Marjorie Taylor Greene says, I have not done that for myself. I've not ever experienced uh, playing with my G-spot up my ass. You live in sexual anarchy. Guys, I was going to clip this for the YouTube, but it's just been a complete train wreck. I've not done a good job of like news analysis on this one. <laughs> I'm not high enough for this shit. I think it can be humiliating if you wanted. Like, some people are into that. Some people, like, that's a, a kink that they have. They want to be humiliated. But I don't think it has to be a, a humiliation thing. It totally doesn't have to be a humiliation thing. You can just like, I had a girlfriend that really uh, wanted to uh, use a dildo. She specifically said she wanted to use a dildo on another girl though. She, she did indeed get to do it. I wasn't there for it. But, like I should let her peg me. Dan Zig, you might be right. I mean, she she lives in the sexual anarchy, so. You live in sexual anarchy? You've been doing some swinging uh, with her gym buddies and shit. Nothing against it. I'm not kink shaming, but she is part of the party that does kink shame. And that, that upsets me. So yeah, like you don't you like you don't have to be gay. You don't have to have like a humiliation fetish to like want to put something up your ass. It just it feels good. You can let you can let a, a gal put a finger up your ass. Try it out sometime. Maybe you don't like it. It's not for everybody. This all because I made some joke about an enema. This is all because I quoted Batman. <laughs> oh shit, because I quoted the Joker from the 1989 uh, hit movie Batman. I'm not even sure if it was 1989. Maybe you want a toy up your ass. Nobody, nobody is going to, we are a sex positive stream. And, like, I'm sure there are people that would be willing to answer questions for you if you are curious about, about, uh, sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? I've got that on a t-shirt, but for some reason I can't have it as an emote. Fucking Danzig makes a very good point. We know for a fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene has had something up her ass because her head has been up her ass for years. Bravo, bravo. You win the internet today. Um, Just a little bit. And okay. Behind you. Oh, sure. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Uh, for months, we have been negotiating. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Scat is mostly fake. Is that what you said, Tadpole? What, is it pee? Is it, are you telling me that Scat is actually pee? 
The joke is that Squirt is mostly pee. I don't even tadpole. No, I don't want to. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. God damn! You guys really get me off topic. Hilda Beast, you you walked into a shit show, literally. Anyway, here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. Baiting back and forth in our conference, trying to come to a really good rules package. He's trying to come. As a matter of fact, I'll quote Matt Gates. He said it's exquisite. That's what he said on our conference call on Sunday. Um, but in that conference meeting there, we found out that there were several members, three in fact, that went in uh, last oh. night and were demanding positions for themselves, demanding gavel positions, demanding uh, subcommittees, demanding for people to be taking off committees. Why does every fucking thing she say sound sexual now? Is it just because of what we've been going through and the chat we've been having? I think the I think the stream is actually labeled eighteen plus energy, but you know what? If you're if it's if it's like me or Andrew Tate, please watch me. If you if you're going if you're gonna go watch the quartering or Steven Crowder or some shit, no no stick around. Don't worry about the fact that it's it's fucking eighteen plus. Good on you. Oh shit, what a night. What a night, guys. Also, it's producer Dave's birthday. We're gonna raid producer Dave here in a little while. Maybe, maybe. He might not be back from birthday dinner by the time I, I get finished. But at the rate we're going, we're never gonna get through with all this. I'm not high enough for it. I'm packing another bong. If you're just getting here, we have been covering the saga of the uh, race for the House Speakership. The 118th Congress was supposed to be sworn in at 8 o'clock tonight. That is not happening. The House convened at noon today and took three votes on the House Speakership. Each time, Kevin McCarthy lost votes. He did not secure a majority of the votes to become Speaker of the House. Jim, uh, Hakeem Jeffries from the Democrats secured the second most votes. And the first votes, uh, the, the most votes in the, the third one for sure. <laughs> because even less Republicans voted for Kevin McCarthy. I wasn't there for the first vote, so I don't know if he secured the most votes in that one. Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat, secured the most votes in at least the last vote, in the last round of voting. After three votes, they took a a recess until tomorrow at noon. The speculation is that Kevin McCarthy may have to resign that his political career will be over because he will not be able to secure the votes to become speaker. We've heard from two reps, Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates, who are holding up the vote on Kevin McCarthy. We are currently hearing from Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
who is voting with McCarthy in order to gain access to a committee, which she has not been on virtually her entire time she's been in Congress. Negotiating. Dustin, good evening. Debating back and forth in our conference, trying to come to a really good rules package, and it's amazing. As a matter of fact, I'll quote Matt Gates. He said it's exquisite. That's what he said on our conference call on Sunday. Um, but in that conference meeting there, we found out that there were several members, three in fact, that went in uh, last night and were demanding positions for themselves, demanding gavel positions, demanding uh, subcommittees, demanding for people to be taking off committees and people to be put on committees. Three, three Republicans out of our 222. I want you all to know I have not done that for myself. The only thing I have done is, an, is debate and, and, and request and argue amongst my peers for the right things for the rules package and for our agenda for the American people. And that's the only thing I've done. I haven't asked for one. The biggest hang up on rules is that they want to be able to recall the speaker at any time. Well, that's uh, Simp. That's uh, here's the thing about Kevin McCarthy resigning. The the reason why uh, Kevin McCarthy would resign is just because it's that humiliating of a failure, and that the party is like we we've lost faith in you. Um, it is possible that he would hold on until the end of his term uh, and not seek re-election, just because I think in California the governor appoints uh, the replacement. But I may be wrong on that. They may hold a special election. And if so, I do believe Kevin McCarthy is in a pretty safe red seat. So, more than likely, that that seat would still go to a Republican. But that would be about whether the law in California allows the governor to appoint the replacement until a special election. Because the Republicans can't lose multiple seats here. Because they're looking at... You know, if they recall George Santos, if they don't seat him, if he resigns and a special election is held in New York, they might very well lose that seat. That was a seat they flipped, which would put them down another seat if they lost McCarthy's seat. That would be a total embarrassment. And then you're getting down to them only having a, a like a two or three seat majority. Ooh. One thing for my for myself, and I'm the only Republican that has zero committees. So you would think I would be the one in there asking for something, but I haven't done that. But I find out that it's my uh, Freedom Caucus colleagues and my supposed friends that went and did that, and they asked nothing for me. Nothing. That's what I found out in there. I am furious. Well, let me tell you something. While the conservatives that the base supports and believes in, let me, let me remind everyone, they're not perfect either. Scott Perry, before his general election, refused to vote uh, against the bill that was all about the gay marriage bill. He didn't, he, he refused to vote against it. He voted for it. Then when it came back around after his election, he was able to vote against it. Conservatives would not like that. Let me remind every, everyone this. Gosh, he's getting catty on him. Kevin McCarthy to Paul Ryan, my friend Matt Gates. he supported Paul Ryan almost more than anyone. It's still on his social media. As a matter of fact, his first vote in Congress was for Paul Ryan as speaker. And then he cheered him on for nearly a year and a half or more when people like me were at home furious at Paul Ryan's speakership because it wasn't passing the MAGA agenda that we all supported. Chip Roy, he refused to object on January 6th. 
That's not what our base wanted. He also set out the vote for the January 6th committee. There's many more. Bob Good, $2 million from Kevin McCarthy to get elected. Lauren Boebert, under $2 million from Kevin McCarthy to get elected. Many more people have taken Kevin McCarthy's money to get elected, and then there's a few of them that don't want to support him as speaker. So imagine that. This is not anything about the country. This is all about never Kevin. They just don't like Kevin McCarthy. And you cannot be successful in anything if you aren't able to walk in a room, make, your, make what you want, and get a deal done, and then walk away with the W and get to work and not worry about who you like and who you don't like. This is not about prom king. This is not about a pastor. This is about electing a person to sit in the speaker chair so that we can all get to work. And out of 222 Republicans, let me remind everyone, there's 218 votes to get something passed. That means all of us are powerful, every single faction in the Republican Party. So there's not going to be a tiny little group that is going to demand their way because they want subcommittee chairs and they want certain power positions. That is not how this works. And that is the worst thing they could do for the country. And I'm furious over it and I'm going to continue calling them out. We will be fighting this out. I love this. This is fantastic. Yes, Republicans fight with each other. Thank you. So I need TV. To Holy it's shit! They're tearing each other apart. Editorial, please move. Oh, sorry. Scott Perry was one of the people that she went after. That's our next person we're gonna hear from. Scott Perry refusing to vote for Kevin McCarthy. Marjorie Taylor Greene calling him out by name. He was on Fox News this morning on Fox and Friends. Here he is talking to the Ducey. This works. Did Promises that happen? Are made pri prior to the speaker's election. Once the speaker becomes elected, then promises aren't kept and there's nothing you can do about it. You got to know, and I'm sure you do, that the speaker's position is incredibly powerful. It determines sure. all committees, who's on committees, okay. who chairs committees, and the things, the policies that come out of committees. Okay. Kevin has been in leadership for 14 years. And nobody came to this town saying, well, Washington is doing great. We, wanna, we don't want right. to change okay. anything. It's the status quo. The sure. only way to change the status quo is to either change how we do things or change the people that are doing so, things. Right. And you, if Kevin McCarthy well, is not your person, who is it? Well, I would say, first of all, I would say this, Steve. Up until last night and including at this moment, I still can vote for Kevin McCarthy if we can come to an agreement that changes the status quo. Okay, then Congressman, the Congressman, Kevin camp. Congressman, so that's number what, one. What no, is, hold on, hold on. What is the one thing you want? The one thing we want is to change how things are done here so we don't have the same outcomes like we just had well, a week and a half that, ago. That's too broad. Congressman, that's too broad. What? At 2 o'clock in the give morning, 4,000 pages, and then oftentimes our leadership in the Republican Party votes with the Democrats. Again, we that, wouldn't be having this conversation right now if I was in the Senate and we just voted for Mitch McConnell. You'd right. say, what's wrong with you people? Don't you understand you keep getting the same thing, doing the same thing? Congressman, well, I, I, Einstein said doing the same thing and di expecting different outcomes is the definition of insanity. We're trying to stop the insanity. I've, I've heard that expression. The right people for speaker, they may be, but we should have a conversation. Oh, we are but zooming far too in, far too, zooming in far to too. The refuses to make any of these changes. Yeah. So this is this is killing me. Sit down and talk. There's time. Uh, we'll get, we got hours left. Thank you, Decoding Fox News on Twitter. It is it is one of my new favorite follows, actually. 
It said the whole thing was batshit, and I almost went and found it. That would be the best thing that could possibly happen, Core, is if they fill fill also good evening, if they filibustered for two years and ran out the term. That would be awesome. So now, AOC had a conference with both Matt Gates and Paul Gozar. This kind of went viral on Twitter. AOC reveals why she was chatting with GOP opponents who once fantasized about killing her in an anime video. Maybe I can get rid of this fucking... There it is. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez revealed why she was spotted chatting with the Republican congressman who once posted a cartoon of him killing her on the House floor during the vote for Speaker of House of Representatives. In between votes for Speaker, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez spoke with Representative Paul Gozar of Arizona. Uh, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez told reporters that she spoke with Mr. Gozar since he said Republican leader Kevin McCarthy had floated the idea that Democrats might lower the threshold for a vote for Speaker. And I said, absolutely not, she said. She said that Democrats would not help Republicans secure the speakership. This came after multiple Republicans opposed party leader Kevin McCarthy's nomination to become speaker. Gozar delivered Mr. Biggs's nominating speech despite the fact that Mr. McCarthy had previously pledged that he would restore him as well as other, uh, as well as represented Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia to committees once Republicans won the majority. So he'd even... G- he gave Gozar what he wanted. Still not getting a vote out of him. This is hilarious. Other members of the squad also said that Democrats would not assist Republicans in the fight to nominate Mr. McCarthy or anyone else. Representative Jamal Bowman of New York told reporters he spoke with three of the black Republican members to vote for Representative Hakeem Jeffries, who is currently the Democratic leader. Representatives Cory Bush of Missouri told the Independent the Democrats would hold firm and not concede any of their members to vote on a Republican for Speaker. I highly doubt there's going to be any Republican that would vote for Jeffries, unfortunately. We can we can hold out hope, though. Apparently, Republican donors are enraged by what is going on on the floor of the House, which also cool. Totally down with it. Rather than catering to his moderates, to his majority makers, and trying to build a coalition there, he's made extraction after extraction and concession to the far right. We're never going to be with him. I mean, he could have, he should have called John Boehner and Paul Ryan if he wanted to know how this was going to go for him. If if you are a member of the Freedom Caucus, that is true. This is like brilliant strategy. It has pretty much happened the same thing to John Boehner and Paul Ryan, only they've actually become speaker. But this caucus of the Republican Party is growing more and more powerful. And post-Trump, they are incredibly emboldened, and now they're they're not even going to let Kevin McCarthy become speaker. This is amazing. From the limited perspective of wanting to, to flex your power. So they humiliate Kevin McCarthy in a historic way. And then what? Uh, Steve Scalise becomes the speaker, but he knows how serious these guys are, that if he makes one wrong move, 
Not only he will very quickly be replaced. Jeffrey. I want to go to Melanie Zenona, who is Zenona, who's standing by on, on the Hill. Uh, Melanie, what are you what are you hearing? Yeah, so Anderson, as this vote has been dragging on, the anger and frustration inside the GOP is really growing. I talked to one GOP lawmaker who is supporting McCarthy, and they said they're already hearing from GOP donors and from constituents back home that the party looks, quote, stupid for not being able to elect a speaker. And I talked to another Republican well, I mean, uh, who said he's also pro-McCarthy, and he predicted that after three or four ballots, there's going to be pressure for Republicans to either adjourn the proceedings and try to regroup or to try to just figure out some sort of plan B strategy on the floor. So even though a lot of Republicans were bracing for this to go to multiple ballots, they are still in disbelief, and they are just furious that all of this drama is overshadowing their new majority. I, I talked to a third Republican who said they are embarrassing the whole team. We should form a parking lot committee and put them on it. So clearly the anger is palpable, and I do expect there to be retribution for McCarthy's opponents whenever they finally settle all of this. The monster they created. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Ryan Kilmeade on Fox News said they look like idiots. And, you know, I have to agree with Kilmeade. Can anyone, you should not take this job if it's about your ego and your own, your personal, uh, your personal agenda. Right. The whole thing should be service for the country and the subset is your party. Please explain to me how this helps your party. Well, You're looking like idiots in front of the country. Exactly. Re Republicans need to unite. The Democrats you never think we're stupid. Can anyone, you, think we're you should fools? not take this job if it's about your ego and your own per personal, uh, your personal agenda. Right. The whole thing should be service for the country. Good evening. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Please explain to me how this helps your party. Well, You're looking like idiots in front of the country. Exactly. When we come back from the other side of the break, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about football. We're going to, we're going to watch this, this video of this football player. I don't, sorry, I don't do the sporty ball. Damar Hamlin. We're going to watch a doctor break down the hit that he took and we're going to watch him fall down on the field. Then we're going to see where his brother uh, is telling me not to show the video of him falling down on the field. But, you know, it was televised and there's a conversation to be had. And I, I watch videos like that on stream, so I can't help it. But then I'm going to show you where, Kurt, uh, where Charlie Kirk was branded human garbage for his remarks about the vaccine, other right-wingers have been indulging in conspiracy theories about this football player. However, InfoWars did not. <laughs> InfoWars did not. They shot down the conspiracy theory. We're living in bizarro world. Brian Kemp is calling for a special election. Uh, because of a Georgia state lawmaker that was arrested on drug charges. Democrats might not seat a representative in New York. I have a kitten. You guys want a kitten? Kitten time. Look at the camera. 
Don't look at me. I love you too. No. Say hi to everybody. BB. Come on. BB. Look at the camera. She did so good last night. I clipped it and put it on YouTube. Like, it's just such a good shot of her cute little face. But she ain't cooperating tonight. Go on, baby. <laughs> she, did, she did like a front tumble. <laughs> and now she's just laying stretched out on the floor like I totally meant to do that. Cute as shit. Oh my god. Anyway. Trump's NFTs have plunged in value. We're going to check in with the kid who faked being a doctor. He was sentenced uh, yesterday, I think it was. We got body camera footage of the Idaho murderer when he was stopped during his cross-country trip. Apparently, he's been like showing his junk and telling off the, the guards in jail. So, that's funny. Plus, a Tesla plunges 250 feet, and we've got the video of the aftermath. All that and more on the other side of the break. Here on the Troll Patrol, live. This is WWE superstar and multiple-time champion, Seth Rollins. Seth is one of the top wrestlers in the industry, and never in a million years would I expect that Seth would be spying on me, or at least following me on social media. You see, a few years ago, around 2015 or 2016, Seth started referring to himself as Seth freaking Rollins. Now, Justin, you may say, your name is Justin freaking. That's not very similar. And you'd be right. But I actually rebranded myself as Justin freaking after Rollins blatantly stole my gimmick. Before last year, I went by Justin Freakin' Mullins. Justin Freakin' Mullins. Justin Freakin' Mullins. I am on film and audio, calling myself Justin Freakin' Mullins several years before Seth Rollins. And if we take a trip in the Wayback Machine, we can see that I've actually been using the appellative since I was in high school. If this was Seth's only offense, I might let it slide. But recently he started referring to himself as the Monday Night Messiah. Hmm, I wonder where I have heard something like that before. I am the new media messiah. I am the new media messiah. Self-proclaimed new media messiah. The new media messiah. So, Seth, since you and the WWE are clearly paying attention to me, consider this video your cease and desist to stop infringing on my intellectual property and issue me a check for a cut of that sweet merchandise money. Obviously, you and the WWE are big fans of my ideas, so maybe you should offer me a slot on the creative team. Anyone who has watched Raw in the past decade knows you could use the help. And if you're watching this video and you're not Seth Rollins, check out the links below to learn how you can contribute to my legal fund.
Apparently Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens shared a kiss the other night. Which is totally cool. I there's no reason two men can't kiss. They're both married, I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean I know Seth is married because married to Becky Lynch. Maybe 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 they swinging. Maybe they having some orgies. Maybe there's a whole WWE orgy thing going on. I mean, I've, I've, I've seen the page videos. Sorry, the, the Soraya. Braided Dragon. Good evening, my friend. How are you? Tell you how I am. Not high enough for this shit. If you're hearing me, you might not be subbed. Might still be on commercial break. I really, I, I, I don't hate Seth Rollins. I just, I have a, I have a, um, I have a bad taste in my mouth. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you for letting me know. We get all the ads out of the way during that one little period. And then like nobody gets any ads anymore. Nobody misses out on any content. Even like people that come in, like it, it turns the the pre-roll. Like you you have to come in like at the last twenty minutes or something to get any ads. So like nobody that's even like like coming into the stream gets ads, and I, I like that that fact. If you were listening to me on a radio station, you'd get like seventeen minutes of ads in an hour. Fuck that shit. All right, let's talk about some football. I don't know shit about it. DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills. Looks like they're playing the, is that the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, apparently it's distasteful to play this video of a dude getting hurt on the field, but I use, I use the doctor video here. So he's going to break it down for us, tell us what's going on. And it's educational. Tonight is one of the most rare things we can see in sports medicine, as DeMar Hamlin went down with what appeared to be cardiac arrest after taking this hit on the field. Welcome back everybody, I'm Dr. Brian Suter, and on this channel I try to teach you about the sports medicine world and give you some insight into what we see on the field. What Ooh. we saw happen tonight is not related to any sort of vaccines, this is almost certainly something called commotio cordis, an extremely, extremely rare condition that's one of those things that we typically only think we're going to read about in textbooks. Essentially what can happen is if you have a blunt trauma to the chest that occurs at exactly the right time in the cardiac electrical cycle, your heart can be sent into cardiac arrest. As Hamlin comes in here, we can see this square hit to the front of his chest. We see him get back up momentarily before ultimately collapsing back down to the ground and requiring CPR on the field. This is a tracing of our heart's electrical activity. Basically, this is one cycle of the heart squeezing. Starts off with this P wave, which is the electrical activity of the atrium at the top of the heart squeezing, then the QRS complex, which is going to be the ventricles acting, but then the last phase is this T wave, where the ventricle basically depolarizes and kind of resets to get ready for the next cycle. For commotio cordis to happen, you have to suffer this blunt trauma to the chest at exactly the right moment, specifically on this upstroke of the T wave in order for the heart to then be sent into this arrhythmia and subsequent cardiac arrest. This is one of those things that not only do you have to have a high enough force, but it has to happen 
within milliseconds of a time window because if that impact comes at any other time in this electrical cycle, you're fine. You don't go into this. But when it happens at just this right time during this upstroke of the T wave, and if it's high enough, then you can have this thing called commotio cordis. We typically think of it happening in baseball players whenever they get hit in the middle of the chest with a hard thrown ball, but unfortunately that looks like what is most likely to have happened here with Hamlin. Treatment like this is obviously CPR and defibrillation as quickly as possible because this can absolutely be a life-threatening thing. Again, this is not something that people should go speculate about vaccines or anything like that causing this cardiac arrest. There was a clear contact, a clear trauma, and I think a clear reason why Unfortunately, this happened for Hamlin. My thoughts and prayers go out to the player, go out to his family, everybody else there on the field, the medical thoughts staff. Thoughts and prayers. This is an extremely, extremely serious thing. One of those conditions that, like I said, you hope, you pray, you never actually see as a medical provider. But hopefully this was educational. Let me know as always any questions or comments. It was. Below. Thank we'll you. We'll see you later. This was... Brian Stutterer. Brian Stutterer. Totally into it. Thank you for a very informative video. Not vaccines. Not vaccines. However, that doesn't stop right-wing lunatics from speculating about it. This one is Charlie Kirk. Our good buddy who tells us to live in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? Branded human garbage over DeMar Hamlin remarks. Outgoing rep Adam Kinzinger bashed conservative activist Charlie Kirk for his comments seemingly fueling anti-vaccine conspiracy theories after football star Damar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest during the first quarter of a match against the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday night. I do want to point out that it was not the league that stopped the game. They did not go back out on the field. It was the fucking players union. Once again, a fucking win for unions. Hamlin received on-field medical attention for more than half an hour before being taken to a local hospital where he's now in critical condition. Apparently, he had stabilized. According to a statement by the Buffalo Bills, his heartbeat was restored on the field. In a tweet, Kirk claimed that the collapse of the 24-year-old uh, Buffalo Bills player fits in a series of recent incidents involving athletes dropping suddenly, something he said has become all too familiar sight now. This is a tragic and all too familiar sight. Athletes dropping suddenly. Like, I don't even know what he's talking about. We saw a, a Tugalova, Tugalova or whatever, Tua Tugalova get a concussion. I mean, that totally wasn't the vaccine. So I don't know who all these athletes are that are dropping suddenly. You are absolutely the biggest piece of human garbage that can possibly exist right now. I literally think you are done now, Kinzinger wrote on Twitter. Using this tragedy for your BS lies is sick. I agree with Adam Kinzinger. Yeah, I don't know what other cases there are. And it's pretty bad when you... fucking Charlie Kirk is more of a conspiracy theorist than InfoWars. InfoWars. Here is Owen Schroyer saying the opposite of what Charlie Kirk is saying. In the NFL is violent, even the routine ones. And I'm willing to stay, and I don't think this is a reach, and a lot of people won't like this, but I'm sorry, it's the truth. Folks, the gentleman collapsed and had a cardiac event because of the hit. 
The vaccine did not cause him to collapse on the field. Now, again, if we find out he is vaccinated or double vaccinated, now you have the issue of did the vaccine make the situation worse because he was vaccinated and had a fiber clot? Was it harder to get his heart going again? Did it make it a situation that was already bad much worse? That's a fair question to ask. But anybody saying that his cardiac event (laughs) was not caused by the hit, I'm sorry, but you're making a fool of yourself. This is about a 30 mile per hour collision and Hamlin takes direct blunt force trauma to the chest, to the heart. Takes the knee. This has happened in sports. Good evening, my friend. I personally remember somebody I know, Chris Pronger. And I, I guess I'm just... Got hit with a slap shot. Excuse I'm so proud of him for not being completely batshit that I'll let that slide and be like, okay, fair enough. The answer to the question is no. The vaccine probably had absolutely nothing to do with anything. <laughs> But I'm just, I was just so amazed that the rest, rest of the, and that he's like speaking some truth to his audience because I know Owen Schroyer and usually him being reasonable is not a, a thing. Every hit in the NFL is violent. Even the routine ones. It's a dangerous fucking sport. And I'm willing to stay and I don't think this is a reach and a lot of people won't like this, but I'm sorry, it's the truth. Folks, the gentleman collapsed and had a cardiac event because of the hit. I, so the question, the question that's a fair question to ask now is what do we do about the game of football? With what we know now about CTE, what we have seen this season with, with Tua Tugalova, and I might be butchering his name, I'm sorry. And now this, I don't know that you cancel football. Is that the, is that the answer? Is there a way to modify it? Soccer also incredibly violent boxing. (sighs) You put boxing on the list. You also put MMA on the list. All these contacts, fucking, what's the, what's the one they play, like, in Australia, cricket? Like, cricket's, like, the most violent one. Rugby, rugby, that's it. Rugby's the most violent one. Thank you, Hildebeast. You are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> What even is cricket? I don't fucking know. (laughs) But rugby was what I was thinking of. Thank you. Thank you. Ow. Ow. I'm sorry. You don't get a, you don't get a uh, kitten now. She's really wanting to be body. Please don't. Uh, well, we're, we're, why would we ban wrestling? 
we can't ban wrestling. How would we acknowledge the tribal chief then? Don't upset me. Now they're like, wrestling has cleaned up its act. WWE has cleaned up their act. Like I, I believe that this generation of wrestlers are going to live a hell of a lot longer as opposed to the ones that were came up in the territories of the 80s and that were on steroids and were taking pills a lot. Is is there still a problem in the wrestling business? Yes. Uh, however, I think a lot more wrestlers are just playing video games as opposed to like getting stupid high. I... I think the locker rooms are a lot cleaner now. Like there's, there's even been like Undertaker was talking about how uh, the new generation doesn't have any fun. They're not getting like wasted on, on alcohol and shit all the time. Please stop sharing the video of my brother. NFL star pleads with the public not to post clips of DeMar Hamlin claps. I'm sorry, man. I really think that the video that we watched was very informative. Fuck. Current and former NFL players posted well wishes and begged fans not to share the video of the moment Buffalo Bills star safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field during Monday Night Football's broadcast of the Bills-Cincinnati Bengals game. The sports world and the entire country were stunned by the incident and forced the unprecedented suspension of Monday Night's game. Once again, that happened because of the union, not because of the league. The sports world and the entire... Oh, I'm sorry, I already read that part. Hamlin sprang to his feet after tackling uh, Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, but then fell to the turf and had to be given CPR on the field. The Bills later announced he'd had a cardiac arrest that his heartbeat was restored on the field. Footage of the shocking event has been a fixture of news reports, but in the minutes following Hamlin's uh, injury, fellow players asked social media users not to share clips of the play. ESPN football analyst and former NFL star Robert Griffin III suggested fans share more solemn images, writing, please don't share the video of DeMar Hamlin play. Share this because we are all play, uh, praying for him and his family. Prayers. Multiple skydivers have died before games and the game has gone on. That happened at a college game, too, this year. But it also happened at a high school game right down the road. I think the, I think the clip that we watched earlier, the doctor explaining exactly what happened, that was very informative. I do not feel bad about playing it. That doctor was awesome. Governor Brian Kemp is calling a special election to fill a house vacated by Danny Rampey. 
Two weeks after the arrest of newly elected Georgia House of Representatives member Danny Rampey, Governor Brian Kemp signed an executive order to have a seat filled. Rampey was taken into custody on December 16th by Borough County deputies. He was charged with unauthorized distribution of possession of a controlled substance uh, uh, or possession of a controlled substance, burglary and exploitation and intimidation of disabled adults. Oh, he's a man. He's a piece of shit. He was taking advantage of disabled adults, elderly persons, and residents. So he was he was preying on a nursing home or something. Deputies said an investigation into the Magnolia Estates of Winder showed that Rampy was seen burglarizing an unoccupied unit the day before. He ran for his seat in District 119 unopposed during the general election after winning the Republican primary. According to Kemp's executive order, which was signed on December 31st, there will be a special election held on Tuesday, January 31st to fill the seats. I don't, it really didn't go into details there. Um, taking advantage of elderly persons, but he, I assumed he was invested into a company that was frauding, frauding, defrauding its residents, but it said he was seen burglarizing an unoccupied unit. Weird. Going to another state rep, Democrats in New York might not seat a Republican state rep. Lester Chang. Democrats in the state assembly are set to block Republican assembly elect Lester Chang from being seated this week after leadership's investigative report concluded he was only a visitor to the Brooklyn district from which he was elected. Democrats control the assembly and will discuss the political explosive issue, politically explosive issue of whether or whether or not to seat the election winning Chang during a private noon conference on Tuesday, sources said. This is a pro-Chang rally. Reverse thread, good evening. Their signs are saying they're accusing the New York State Dems of being election deniers. But it seems we have a problem with New York Republicans that are habitual liars. Ooh, did I skip that? Where is that? Well, 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 I had a video of that, I thought. Where did where did my George Santos video go? Give me one moment. <laughs>
he had his first day on the hill today and it didn't go too well for him. the raw video earlier but here is the local joining us from his district in Plainview with how his first day hold on to be sworn in and of course amid ongoing controversy about his background. Yeah, Jody Goldberg joining us from his district in Plainview with how his first day in D.C. is shaping up to be an unusual one, Jody. He was hounded. Steve, Natasha, good evening to you. Unusual to say the least, Santos is now under a microscope, and so every move he makes, it's blasted all over Twitter, and I'd say the same about everything he says, but the incoming congressman has been quiet. The first day of the 118th Congress for incoming Congressman George Santos was far from traditional. Any comment at all whatsoever? The 34-year-old Republican who flipped the 3rd District from blue to red dodged reporters as he walked through the halls of the House. Running and hiding from the media is now the least of George Santos's problems. He faces the House Ethics Committee, including fellow Republicans who think that he's damaged their brand just as much as he cost the Democrats an election. Santos landed in the Honey, how can you damage the Republican brand? Important detail on his resume, including his educational profession. So his his ex-boyfriend, so apparently he is gay. So like we, we <laughs> even though he was married to a woman, as I said, that doesn't mean that he's not gay. However, it makes it suspect since he lied about everything else. But apparently he is gay and his ex-boyfriend has come forward and said that he's lying about other things that we don't even know about. <laughs> I'm so amused by this. So, so the, here the local news hit isn't actually playing it. So here is the the raw footage of him getting hounded by reporters in Congress today. What do you have to say to voters in your district? Any comments about the protest happening outside? What do you say to the voters of Long Island? Are you going to resign? Are you going to resign? Imagine being one of his staffers. Excuse me. Dolus, good evening. So glad to see you, my friend. Jesus. Jazzbo. 1979. Jasbo, you sound like somebody that lives in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? I don't know why. Jasbo just like that sounds like something you, you listen to 
uh, Jazzbo is a type of music you listen to while you're uh, like doming somebody. You refuse to believe Long Island is real? Rhode Island. The joke is Rhode Island. I'm glad to hear that, Jazzbo. I encourage it. I encourage sexual anarchy. Sex positive stream. Man, this has been wild. This has been a wild show. Uh, let me give you this one. Remember a couple weeks ago when Donald Trump launched his nifties? I'm, and I'm stealing that from Saturday Night Live. That's like the dude that does Trump called it nifties. Donald Trump's NFTs plunged 80% in two weeks as traders reel from New Year's shock. <laughs> oh, shit. Donald Trump's newly issued non-fungible tokens have seen a dramatic decrease in their market price, plunging 80% from their highest valuation of 0.67 Ethereum. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Would it might like it might as well be like in 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 uh, like Gill or some shit or Jill or whatever the fucking Final Fantasy currency is. I don't know what that equates to. What what the what the fuck is point six seven Ethereum? What does that even mean? There was this kid in Florida one time. He, uh, it's about $800. Well, they were $99 to start with. That can't be right clinically. Cause they were, they were $99 is what you, you purchased them at. That was the purchase price, right? It's really just about getting entered into a contest to possibly do a, a Zoom call with Trumpy Boy. Come on, man. Point oh six. Yeah, that would make a huge difference, wouldn't it? Was point oh six, wasn't it? I've already moved on. I don't care enough to go back. There is this kid in Florida who uh, pretended to be a doctor. And he's been sentenced now. Well, the former teen who made national news accused of impersonating a doctor. Wait a minute. Maybe, maybe he uh, used to be a teen and he's not a teen anymore. He's some kind of alien thing now. Doctor treating patients and stealing from them is headed to prison. Authorities say Malachi Love Robinson, known as Dr. Love, uh, deceived dozens of patients. But today, his family is speaking out, saying he was just trying to help. Go for it, Hilda Beast. Chuck Weber was in the courtroom and has... That's not Doogie Hauser. Malachi Love Robinson pleads guilty to a list of charges, practicing naturopathy without a license, fraud, and grand theft. The plea deal gives Love Robinson a three and a half year prison sentence. He want to do his his time. He want to uh, 
Uh, get, move on. <laughs> he, was he was trying to bring affordable health care to people. Parents William and Rebecca McKenzie attended the hearing. Agents first arrested Love Robinson for practicing medicine without a license at a purported holistic medical practice in a West Palm Beach office building. Investigators said Love Robinson used an 86-year-old patient's checkbook and personal information to rip her off for 30 grand. Then oh, oh, yeah, he sucks. Using a doctor's account to ring up 20,000 in charges and paying for. Yeah, if he was if he was just playing doctor, maybe even writing some some scripts for himself and selling some drugs on the side, that would be totally cool with me. But no, no, if he's ripping people off, especially in the in the thousands, he's a piece of shit. Or a car with a worthless check. Out on bail, Love Robinson suddenly turned up behind bars in Virginia. There, he served a one-year sentence for trying to buy a Jaguar with somebody else's credit card. The whole story hadn't been told, and he's a Christian child. He was raised right. So yeah, he should have been a preacher. He could have got away with ripping people off. Still insists that Love Robinson was trying to help people. He does get credit for more than a year that he's been behind bars, so he will be out in a couple of years. Just a couple of years? Holy shit, how you get it just a couple of years? What, did he bribe somebody? He was smiling and shit in the court. He must be a charismatic motherfucker. He must be a really charismatic motherfucker. All right, I don't like I don't want to have to keep going back to this story, but there's there's just shit that interests me. Cause like at this point, this is not like we're we're not doing we're not doing a, a positive criminal justice or anything. We're just kind of being exploitative. But I'm interested. This is the body camera footage from the Idaho murderer during one of the times that the cops stopped him during a cross-country trip. Now, he's already murdered all four of the students and he's headed back home to Pennsylvania to be with his family for Christmas. And they were pulled over twice. This was one of the one of the times. He could have been like a buy here, pay here kind of thing, but like a Jaguar. Okay, so this is the following too close. We're going to be looking at the door handle the whole time. You got you got stopped by a trooper? Guy. Was it like a black SUV? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You saw you guys following too closely? Well, why you keep following closely then? 
Corey been sided for it. Jakesony, thank you for the sub. Oh, he's just joking around with a murderer. Gleaning anything from this because, like, we, we can't even see them. I prefer to drive myself, even if it's cross country. Dustin. Getting a gift at Jake Jake Thank you for handing out a gift sub. This is the dash cam footage of the same stop, possibly. Wanna see him following too closely? I'm assuming that this is the dash cam footage of the same stop. Morning New Year. So that is the Elantra. I wonder if they had already had like the uh, the bolo for the Elantra at this time. You live in sexual anarchy. It was December the fifteenth. Be honest, I don't even I don't think they were following too close to that truck. That's what I was I was thinking clinically. Perhaps like perhaps he saw them do it before. Yeah, this is just the Dash cam of the same stop. Now we're going to move to the Daily Mail with the gossip. Because apparently this motherfucker has been acting crazy in jail. I was hoping we were going to get a good look at him. I was, I was really wanting to see how he interacted with law enforcement. That was the reason why I was excited about the body camera footage. Apparently he said, you come in here and I'll cut you. The accused Idaho murderer, Brian Koberger, taunts the guards, exposes himself, and sings violent rap lyrics as he sits in jail awaiting extradition over the deaths of Idaho students. 
Suspected Idaho murderer Brian Koberger spends his days ranting and singing lyrics from violent rap songs inside the Pennsylvania jail where he's being held. Now, this is kind of weird to me because the motherfucker, he was a teacher's assistant in a criminal justice program. He should, he's got attorneys. The motherfucker should know to keep his fucking mouth shut. <laughs> Several times, a man accused of killing four University of Idaho students tried to expose himself to a female in- inmate who was held in a cell close to him. Unless he's trying to go for some kind of insanity plea or some shit because he thinks he's that fucked. Now the inmate, 50-year-old Valerie Cipollini, has revealed exclusively to DailyMail.com how Koberger taunted guards saying they were too scared to go in a cell. I cut them. I'll cut you, Koberger, yelled repeatedly, said Cipollini, who was held at the Monroe County Jail for six hours on New Year's uh, for domestic violence charge. You come in here and I'll cut you, Koberger, allegedly yelled at one guard. I'm going to pee on your face. Hey, man, I understand. I know where you're coming from. I really want to pee in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. I'm not going to hold that one against you. I pee on your face. It sounds like something like Triumph the Comic Dog would say. Do what you want with me. I don't give a shit. Oh my God, is this her? And when we came in, it was like total lockdown. Like we couldn't, nobody could be out or in, you know, while he was in the cell. If he came out, we were, we were in lockdown. He's singing songs that are violent. Like what? What songs? Like, like, you know, um, I, the, okay, so, like, I'm gonna cut you up. There's a, there's one called Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, I'm gonna cut you up, mother You know, this, um, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm gonna pee on you, and I'll pee on your face. Um, so that's usually by Bad Bunny or, uh, Snoop Dogg. I, wait, does Bad Bunny have a song about peeing on, on your face? Oh, this, my cell was on the right. If I went, if I went out and looked to the right, he was right, right on the right side. So I saw him clearly, clearly. And he was sitting in a cell. I've listened to Bad Bunny. By the door, but you could still see him. Oh, the plastic glass. Yeah, yes, yes. So you're, how far away were you from him? Uh, if I was here, literally, maybe where this line is right here. He said, you know. Now R. Kelly, he has songs about pissing on your face. Uh, mother, you ain't gonna do nothing to me because I'm gonna cut all you up. Um. Uh, those were the words, and he just kept repeating songs that were very violent, um, and then pulling his shirt up and his pants down. Exposing himself or just his underwear? No, no, exposing everything, his bottom, top and bottom. His, like, genitalia? Yes. Well, there's that. You can see why I'm fascinated by this. Oh, shit. Here's something that fascinates me. And I've, I've wondered this for years because I watched this movie when I was in high school. My freshman year, they showed us the Romeo and Juliet movie. It apparently came out in the 80s. I thought it was older than that. But it's got like... 
a a teenage girl exposing herself in the movie. And I've always wondered how they got away with that. Meatcakes, good evening. Well, the Romeo and Juliet actors are suing Paramount for child abuse over the film's nude scene. As well they should. Oh, it came out in 68. There we go. I It was older than that. Olivia Hussey and Leonard Whiting, the stars of Franco Zeffirelli's landmark 1968 version of Romeo and Juliet, have taken legal action against Paramount, accusing the studio of sexual abuse for pressuring the then-teenage actors to film a bedroom scene nude according to a Variety report. The film was a critical success and went on to earn four Academy no- Award nominations despite the underage nudity. And you you see it. You're like, she flashes Bush. I think there, I think there was Bush. <laughs> it's been a hell of a long time since I've seen it. Hussey was 15 and Whiting was 16 when the movie was filmed. Uh, Mansoor Balls. That stirred controversy after its release. The actors filed the suit on December 30th of 2022 in Santa Monica Superior Court, claiming Paramount had sexually exploited and distributed nude images of them as children. According to the report, they are seeking damages believed to be in excess of $500 million. What they were told and what went on were two different things. Tony Marazzini? Business manager for the two actors said they trusted Franco at 16 as actors. They took his lead that he would not violate the trust they had. Franco was their friend and frankly at 16, what do they do? They, there are no options. There was no me too. Hussey and Whiting accuse Zephyrilli, the late film's director of asking them to perform nude despite earlier assurances that they would wear flesh-colored garments in the sex scene and that there would be no nudity shown on screen. The filing alleges that the director deceived the Romeo and Juliet actors by pressuring them to perform nude with body makeup in the final days of production, saying the picture would fail otherwise. Worse, the actors accused Zeffirelli of filming them nude without their knowledge or consent and proceeding to include the scenes in the final cut. The complaint argues that the actors have lost out on job opportunities and suffered mental and emotional distress since the film's release. Believe me, when I watched the film, I I wondered, why in the fuck was this necessary? And it made me very uneasy. You know, I haven't hit a content warning at all tonight. Even though we've been doing shit that probably needs it. Content warning on this one. I don't know if somebody got hurt. 22 people got hurt in New York City when a car slammed into a restaurant. Apparently we don't have audio. This is just footage of the car. I believe it was an accident. I wonder how you get up to speed to be able to slam a car into a restaurant in New York City. 
I've never been, but it seems like it's a little congested. I don't think I don't think there's any other details. It just happened a little bit ago. But speaking of car wrecks, this one is wild, and it is uh, miraculous that the passengers were able to survive. But apparently, they are in critical condition. Four people, including two children, are in critical condition after a Tesla they were in fell 250 feet over a cliff known as the Devil's Slide in California. On Monday, a fire official shared a video from the Cal Fire San Mateo Santa Cruz unit's Twitter profile letting local drivers know that a car went over the cliff and there would be delays in the area. At this point, what we've got is four critical patients. we got a Tesla over the side about 250 feet down. The agency later shared clips of helicopters hovering over the water and tweeted that one of the patients had been rescued and brought to the top of the cliff by firefighters. Per ABC7, the four people in the Tesla had been inside the car for more than an hour. According to KRON4 in San Francisco, an official at the scene shared that the children in the vehicle were three and nine. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, all four individuals have been taken to nearby hospitals. It's currently not clear what caused the Tesla to go over the cliff. The Devil's Slide is located just south of San Francisco along a California's famous coastal highway. That dance beat, that's them. That's not my music. <laughs> there is like a doom, 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 doom. Kind of a weird beat to have in the background of this story. Anyway, Pacific Coast Highway 1, the route which runs almost the entire length of California's Pacific coastline, attracts tourists from around the world. However, the cliff has been the site of a number of fatalities over the past five decades. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, a tunnel was built to bypass the most dangerous part of the road in a bid to make the area safer. However, since then, at least nine people have died in the area. Damn. All right, here's what's up. That's that's the news for the night. Uh, I've got an animal video for you, of course. Uh, I've been invited onto Echoplex Media because it is producer Dave's birthday. So I'm actually going to stay with you here on Twitch until Echoplex comes on. We'll raid in to Echoplex. Uh, for producer Dave's birthday and we're, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to hit you with an animal video right now. And then like, I'm probably going to switch my graphics to like the fucking round stream. I'll go off and come back on and then like, we'll hang out. We'll listen to music. Maybe we'll play some video games. Who knows what we'll do. I'm going to show you a main coon before I do that, though. Look at this dude. Hold on, hold on. I got a name for him. Fisher. This is Fisher the main coon. Oh, Voodoo, good evening. It is not my birthday. It's producer Dave's birthday. Oh, yeah, I'll be on my best behavior over there. This is Fisher the main coon.
And we will be saying goodbye to our friends over on uh, the YouTube. Hell yeah, sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? Yeah, it is a wet-ass pussy, isn't it? He's awful cool looking. Oh, he he been out there swimming. That's a different cat, isn't it? Those were two different cats. Wait, you got a main coon? Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. We gotta, we gotta look at cat pictures. There was Scott Steiner. Somehow Scott Steiner popped up. Look at this baby. Lord Locke. Good evening, my friend. Oh, look at those glasses. Does he need glasses to see? Like, does he have, like, bad eyesight? Oh, is his name Dougie? He's adorable. Oh, fair enough. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Accessory up the cat. All right. So I gotta, I gotta go off and then I'll come right back on. See you guys here in just a second. Then uh, we'll stay on until Echoplex comes on, and then we'll raid into them. Give me just, give me one second, one second. I'll be right back. 